Don't let a DUI charge ruin your life. Get a professional and confidential evaluation from our experienced team at True Heights Treatment. Our evaluations are accepted by the majority of courts in the state of Illinois and provide a comprehensive assessment of your substance use patterns and potential treatment needs. Get the help you need today and start your path to a brighter future. Contact us now to schedule your evaluation at 708-248-7039 or at thtdui.com. The George Brassy Podcast is made possible with funding provided from Brassy Global Strategies, LLC, a leading political consulting, public policy, government affairs, and research firm. Are you interested in running for elected office? Need advice? Call or email George, 708-769-5015. Brassy Global Strategies 1 at gmail.com. Hey everyone, it's George. I'm so glad to welcome Anthony McCaskill to the podcast. Anthony, thanks for coming on. Oh, thanks, George, for having me, man. Anthony, tell the audience a little bit about who you are. Okay, so I'm uh, <laughs> Anthony McCaskill. I'm uh, currently a candidate for mayor for the city of Harvey. I'm a small business owner. Um, we have an automotive detail shop. We do custom um, paint jobs for motorcycles. Uh, we have a paralegal firm downtown Chicago. Um, we also have a consulting firm that we use to not just for election stuff, but also for municipal government. So I'm pretty busy. I'm also the training and development leader for Ford Motor Company. Um, father, right? Husband, uh, son. So all the above. So I'm pretty busy. Um, but we're trying to make, um, we're just trying to make some time to serve uh, the community that I was born and raised in. And I can continue, continue to uh, live and serve. And that's Harvey, Illinois. Let's talk a little bit about the community that you were born and raised in Harvey, Illinois. You've probably seen it go through a lot of different changes and evolutions. Talk a little bit about yeah. what you've seen over the years and how that motivated you to get involved in the first place with running for office. Well, George, it's a, it's a, it's a bittersweet type of um, conversation. Uh, I was born in 1974. So as I was coming up as a child, um, I can vividly remember right around 1970, mm, 1978, you know, four years old, five years old, right around that time when, um, you know, my neighbors, I had Caucasian neighbors. I had um, uh, different class of people living on my block. For instance, we had uh, the po- one of the police officers, uh, one of the fire department officers, public works. And Harvey was a, a community based on uh, recycling the dollars in our community. So we had everything you needed, right, from grocery store to shopping center to um, uh, convenience store. So we had everything, and, and Harvey was a really tight-knit community. Um, and then right around uh, 1982, 83, um, the drug uh, epidemic came to our community, um, and it ran a lot of people out. During that time, um, the first African-American mayor was um, elected, uh, David Johnson, back in 19, April of 1983. So from 83 uh, to right around 94, 95, Harvey went through a transitional point because the manufacturing started to leave our community. Um, and when I say manufacturing, I'm talking about the steel, 
and the steel mills started to leave our community. So the blue collar community started to break away and a lot of people started to move outside of Harvey. And then that transitional point of homeowners versus renters uh, really started to take place. And currently uh, we have about 20% home ownership and uh, mind boggling 80% renter, uh, which is transitional. So um, I've seen a lot um, in my 49 year <laughs> tenure as a, as a resident of Harvey. Anthony, what, what kept you there all this time? You know, I don't know, man. <laughs> My wife and I talk about it all the time. Uh, we don't know if, if we're just uh, born to serve or we're a little crazy. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, I got involved in politics actually in 1983 when I was 11 years old. Um, I was well, actually like maybe, yeah, about 11. And we was passing out, you know, community stuff like, you know, flyers and things of that nature. So I got a real buzz for uh, service, right? Um, my mom used to own the first African-American uh, beauty supply store in the city of Harvey. Uh, she was the Girl Scout uh, cadet leader in the city of Harvey. Uh, she also was set on the uh, Chamber of Commerce for the city of Harvey. So she's always instilled that service-driven thing. Um, and the beautiful thing of it is, is my wife, born and raised same hospital a couple years older than me but um i don't know i just think that um harvey's given me my wife raised my family um we we believe that we can go anywhere that we will be successful but for whatever reason harvey has always been home to us can you talk a little bit about at one point you were the president of the harvey park district correct can you talk a little bit about what propelled you to run for that and what experience that job taught you? Well, um, as the president of the park district, I, I started off as the vice president um, after being elected. Um, I served in that capacity. I served as the chairman of finance. Um, I served over the chair of uh, personnel. Um, I sat on the bylaw committee. And then I got elected as the president. Um, but during that time, we saw a lot of mismanagement uh, over the years um, in the, the Harvey Park District. And so when I got in there, um, it was really interesting because 78% um, of the budget was going towards salaries and a mere 12%, 13% was going towards utilities and insurance and things of that nature. And $0 was going to activities and programming. Um, so what we did was we tried to um, orchestrate um, a better change, a better movement by making some dip the necessary cuts um, in the payroll department um, so that we can start doing services and things for seniors and children. Uh, the fast forward that uh, we were about $4.3 million in debt. Um, the park district was in the verge of closing. Um, I personally went and got a bond uh, for $400,000 um, as a guarantee to make sure that the park district doors didn't close. And so fast forward, to now, the park district is probably one of the, the number one park districts in the Southland um, as far as programming, um, as far as education, and also as far as having more things for children and seniors simultaneously. Um, so I'm very proud of that, um, that I was a part of that movement. And um, the, the one, one of the other things I'm proud of is that my son actually I went to college, came back to service community, which we instilled when he was a child. And now he sits as the vice president of the Harvey Park District. So I'm very proud of that, uh, that I can, you know, 
start something and have my namesake finish it. Anthony, historically, what has been the relationship between the park district and the, the city of Harvey? It's been, it's always been a tug of war, right? Um, you know, from way back when I was a child, the city of Harvey and the park district never got along uh, for whatever reason, right? I don't know. Um, everybody wants to be the, you know, the head um, head department or the head municipal government in charge. Um, and we've had a lot of fighting, right? Um, it goes back to um, the mayor that I remember was Mayor Haynes back in like 1974, 1973. And uh, the park district used to have a gun range and they used to fight and squabble about who had the rights to the gun range, you know, just back and forth. But I think the, the biggest issue is that um, the city never really knew their role that's what a city is supposed to do, right? The city is not supposed to be um, involved based on the, the government we have set up to be involved with recreation. Um, the city should be you know, talking about bringing business and infrastructure to the community and not getting involved with recreation. And I think that's one of the biggest things that we've had to, to fight uh, with the city hall is that they don't know their role, right? The city hall should be doing bingo. That's an activity the park district should be doing, right? And so those type of things have made it very difficult to work with um, the city of Harvey. Another issue that is coming up a lot, it sounds like in your candidacy, is crime. Can you speak about crime in Harvey? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we, <laughs> I just put out a press release um, to rebuttal some of the things that the current mayor has claimed, you know, speaking about, you know, you know homicides are down 55%. And um, that's a bunch of malarkey, right? I mean, what they're not saying, and what you know, they, they play games with these numbers. What, what people are not saying, George, is that although homicides may be down, I'm not going to say 55 percent. They might be down a few percentage points, right? But we're not talking about all of the people are getting shot. Here, prime example: Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, the game was off. I'm preparing to go to sleep. A uh, woman got shot um, in my alley in her mouth. Right? She got rushed to Christ Hospital. Um, not sure if she's going to make it or not, but those are the type of things that um, is, is mind-boggling. Is that you know, <laughs> for one part of crime, you know, crime is different things, right? You got robberies, where you have um, um, murders, you have shootings, you have all carjack, you have so different many classes and classification. You can't just say, "Hey, um, here we are. We're going to do this, and we're going to focus on this." You have to focus on several different tasks to, to convert crime. Anthony, um, you're running against an incumbent mayor. What would you want the people that support him to know about you? Um, that I've been consistent, right? I've been consistent. Um, I've, this is not my first time running. You know, I ran a couple other times. I've always came in second. Uh, but I've been consistent with my plan. I've been consistent with my vision. I've been consistent in listening to what the people's needs are. Um, you know, it, it's kind of it's kind of weird how people um, don't have a an idea of what a person should look like when it comes to leadership, right? And so, what we want to do is let the people who support it, and just by the way, George, um, overwhelming support came are coming from people that supported the incumbent. Um, the last election because of, you know, a lack of leadership, right? A lack of knowledge. 
And so I just will tell the people who supported him in the past to just give us our opportunity to serve. Um, the, the name McCaskill in our community, when you talk about McCaskill, yeah, you might have some people to say, ah, I can't, I don't like them, da, da, da. but the name McCaskill always has represented the name service um, since, since the 1970s in the city of Harvey. And that's been instilled by my mom. And so as we move forward, right, I've instilled that same drive into my children and hopefully they will with their children. So. Anthony, what role do you see uh, the University of Chicago playing for Harvey going forward? Well, I hope the University of Chicago play a significant role, right? Uh, we have so many issues, right? We have um, addiction problems. It was one of the main things in the city of Harvey that we are facing is addiction problems. And we would ask to partner with the city of Chicago, uh, Ingalls Memorial Hospital, where, where I was actually born at, to partner with us to say, hey, you know, there's some, some substance abuse programs that we can introduce, some counseling, uh, some domestic violence things. All of those things play a major part in our community. And we would ask to partner with the University of Chicago slash Ingalls Memorial Hospital to help implement those programs uh, at a low cost uh, to the residents and or the city. Anthony, what do you think people get wrong about the city of Harvey? <laughs> um, wrong. Um, Harvey is a town of um, poor degenerate people, and that's not true. Harvey has a rich history um, of business, um, regardless of what color you are. Harvey has a, a rich history of coming to, to develop business. Um, but one of the things that people, you know, it's almost like for every one business we bring to the city, this administration is trying to turn this function and tear it down. Um, could, you so, give us, could you give us an example of that? Example, right? Um, whether it's a liquor store, uh, whether it's a quote-unquote strip club or a lounge, the business owners in Harvey have been under attack um, by this administration for whatever reason, right? They've been under attack, um, able to do the necessary things. When you destroy or when you attack a small business, George, you're not just attacking the establishment. You're attacking the suppliers, right? You're attacking the employees, right? But you're also attacking the residents because now if, the, if this company is not able to produce their tax dollars to put towards the tax levy, it's a disservice to the, to the, to the residents, to the police department, to you know, first responders and things of that nature. So you know, we are pro-business, right? We're gonna come with a pro-business approach. Um, it's not going to be business as usual. Um, there's going to be some strict, strenuous rules that we're going to put in place for all businesses, but we're going to be pro-business and business friendly. Um, I've never seen an administration attack small businesses like this administration has done. Anthony, and talk about how your background as a small businessman will help inform you if you do get the privilege to become mayor. Well, I've been a small business owner since I was 19 years old, right? Um, I've always had a career. Um, and I believe that my knowledge and understanding what a small business goes through, right? If they're doing it the right way, you know, with their parent of taxes and paying their unemployment taxes, providing health insurance for their employees, um, understanding that I know exactly the struggles that they're going through because I go through those struggles on a daily basis um, with my family. Um, and so they, they, they see um, the desire that I have to make sure that, you know, 
our, our company stays afloat. But when you have close to 30 plus employees, George, it's very, very difficult um, to make everyone happy. Um, you know, cost of living has gone up, um, but unfortunately, um, you know, the wages are not going up, right? And so we got to look at things from a economic standpoint. Um, when you're talking about, you know, in, in giving people raises, but then the work satisfaction doesn't come with the raise. So it's so many different things you have to balance as a small business owner uh, that a lot of people just don't get. And so that experience has taught me that, you know, to show some compassion, A, for small business owners, uh, but also business owners as a whole, but also show some compassion to the employees because, you know, they've had a tough time, right? And give you a prime example, um, the union contracts have not been renegotiated for six plus years. So those are the things that people, you know, been making the same uh, dollar amount for the last, you know, seven years. Come on, that's not fair to people. Um, so I would be compassionate when it comes to those things, but also been stringent to say, hey, these are expectations that we expect from all employees uh, for the city of Harvey moving forward. Anthony, the last question we always ask on this podcast is, what are two books that have been important to you as a person and why? Oh, well, the first one, you know, I'm old school, George. Although I'm 49, well, I'll be 49 April 1st. Um, I'm old school. Um, the Holy Bible, King James Version. Um, and the one, and the verse that really stuck out to me um, is when I became a parent. Um, and I didn't really understand it. And that's John 3.16, right? So it talks about that God, you know, loved the world, that he gave his only son. I couldn't even imagine um, putting my children um on the cross to bear the sins of all, right? So it just kind of, you know, as an adult, after I became a parent, it really stuck to me, that Bible verse. Um, and then the other book that is very interesting to me is the um, Art of War, right? Um, and as business, you know, you, you, you try to be competitive, right? You try to um, make people uh, strategize to figure out what's your niche and how to, be, you know, how to deal with your competitors. Um, but also to deal with the people who are trying to destroy your business. Um, and so that's one of the other things that I, that I put um, as I run for campaigns. And George, I believe you are elected official as well. So you understand this, that you have to strategize to be one or two steps ahead of um, your competitors. And so the, the version of the Art of War that's uh, been translated by Raphael D. Sawyer, in my opinion, any person getting involved with politics, any person getting involved with a business. This is a good book to read. Um, so yeah, that's it. Anthony, tell the audience when the election is and how they could get a hold of you if they're interested in your candidacy or getting to know you or meet you. Okay, so yeah, the election is April fourth. Um, it's three days after my birthday, so it'd be a great birthday uh, present for the residents to uh, elect me. Um, they can get in contact with me at the campaign office one fifty four twenty four. Um, Dixie Highway, that's unit E. And uh, my email address is info at, I mean, I'm sorry, info at votemccaskill.com. And just send us an email. Um, our social media pages, um, McCaskill for Mayor of Harvey, Illinois, 60426. Um, we've been getting overwhelming support on that end. And so we're just here to serve the people. And whatever well, questions I can and cannot answer, or what I can and cannot deliver. I'll be at least man enough to admit and say that that's something we can't handle. So I ask that all the residents of Harvey, if you know someone in Harvey, to uh, just give us an opportunity, right, so that we can show that we're here to serve. Um, I think 
currently we are the only um, people in the city of Harvey that was actually born at Ingalls Hospital, Ingalls Memorial Hospital that's uh, serving. So uh, it'll be it'll be interesting to have someone who actually was born at Ingalls Hospital and lived in the city of Harvey uh, to be an actual mayor of the city of Harvey. Anthony McCaskill, thanks for coming on the podcast. All right, George, thank you. Help George stay on the Chicago Heights City Council. Go and donate today at tinyurl.com slash aldermangeorge2023. Begin to transform your life and work towards inner peace with expert psychotherapy. At True Heights Treatment, our experienced therapists provide personalized, compassionate care to help you overcome life's challenges and reach your goals. Whether you're struggling with depression, anxiety, relationship issues, or other mental health concerns, our team is here to support you. With a warm and welcoming in-person and virtual office atmosphere and a commitment to person-centered and evidence-based treatments, we are dedicated to helping you address your life's challenges. Contact us now to schedule your first session at 708-248-7039 or online at trueheightstx.com. Book your appointment today and start your journey towards a happier, healthier life. Need more George? Like his pages on Facebook. Friends of George Brassy PAC, Fifth Ward Business Alliance, Chicago Heights Bicycle and Pedestrian Resource Center, and the George Brassy Podcast. <laughs>